0: Welcome to the iPod, a new podcast series from Ophthalmology Times. Twice each month, we'll engage with key opinion leaders in interviews about the latest innovations in the areas of surgery, clinical diagnosis, pharmaceutical advances, research, technology, or in today's case, practice management. I'm Cheryl Stevenson, Group Editorial Director with Ophthalmology Times, and your host. Whenever there's market volatility, it's only natural for investors to become concerned about what they should do to help protect their portfolios. With that in mind, we turn to John S. Grandy, Certified Financial Planner with Grandy Financial Services. Longtime readers of Ophthalmology Times may be familiar with John, along with John Jay and Trouty S. Grandy, Certified Financial Planners, as the co-editors of the Monthly Matters column in Optimology Times. They are owners and principals of Grandy's Financial Services in Oakhurst, New Jersey, and registered principals of Wells Fargo & Company, member of SIPC. The Grandees advise doctors across the country on a diverse range of investment and financial matters. John, a lot of investors today are, are really concerned with the volatility in the market. What are some thoughts on on weathering the current market volatility?
1: Sure. Yeah, that's a, that's a good question, and we have seen a lot of volatility Um, Last quarter, 2018 especially, was one of the the steepest downturns we've had in a while, so it's definitely on people's mind. Um, Whenever there's market volatility, uh, investors naturally become concerned about what they should do to help protect their portfolios. Uh, Although there are some strategies that are particularly suited to down markets, many financial experts will tell you that for the most part, investors should focus on their asset allocation in a down market just as they should when prices are up. So although down markets can be difficult to endure, they don't necessarily require investors to do anything um, unless they've strayed from their asset allocations and need to get their portfolio back in line. Um, so that would be my general uh, you know, thoughts on the volatility. Just one of the, the main things is not to panic. We just don't want to see clients feel like they have to make huge adjustments. Um, but there are different strategies that I like to discuss and go through just to give some more specifics so people have a... Kind of a guide to follow uh, if they start to feel that emotion creeping in. Okay. So Sorry. one of the things that they want to concentrate is you do want to think long term. Um, so investors used to have to call their financial advisors for information. Um, today everything you might want to know about the markets uh, sector, individual stocks is as close as the nearest television, computer, or your your phone, which is usually in someone's pocket. Uh, although this constant barrage of information can be useful, it can also prove to be of little value for long-term investors. Uh, in fact, if it causes you to become overly focused on what's going on this week, day, and hour—which again, the last quarter of 2018, people were very focused on what was happening on a daily basis—we um, believe that that kind of information and that 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 kind of uh, ongoing uh, view of the markets, whether it be hourly, weekly, uh, or 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 more. Um, could be detrimental to the portfolio. So making investment decisions based on short-term market activity can make it more difficult for you to work towards your long-term goals. Uh, If you do find yourself glued to the TV or Internet waiting for the latest news flash, whenever there's market volatility, you may need to change the channel, just shut down the computer. Uh, Instead of focusing on what's happening this minute, you may be better off considering the market's historical performance and how volatility is generally part of a pattern the market is repeated on a fairly regular basis. The more you understand the market, historical returns and volatility, the better the investment decisions you're likely to make. Um, Some disruptive forces such as geopolitical crises, uh, terrorist attacks, economic recessions, scandalous media leaks, uh, or consequential central bank policies can trigger short-lived yet influential episodes of market volatility, and we've seen a lot of that uh, over the past year or so. Even serious financial crises, like the one that contributed to the 2008 market downturn historically have recuperated over the course of the market cycle. Investors who thought long-term were eventually rewarded. Of course, past market performance is no guarantee of future results.
0: So when should investors review their asset allocations?
1: Well, in theory, um, investing is really all about the numbers, balance sheets, earnings, and ratios. Um, However, in reality, uh, emotions play a big role. When times are good, investors can become overly enthusiastic buyers, When things turn south, investors often sell assets without fully considering the long-term implications. Generally, neither practice makes for smart investing. So during times of volatility, uh, it's often important to stick with your asset allocation to avoid making investment decisions based on your emotions. Your asset allocation should be designed to help you reach your desired return with a risk level you're comfortable with. It defines what asset classes belong in your portfolio and in what proportion to each other based on where you are today where you want to go, and how long you had to get there. Unless something has changed drastically in your life, such as a birth or a death, something like that, that may result in the need to change your overall goal and tolerance for risk, it's often best to just leave your allocation as is and don't get too uh, caught up in the daily market fluctuations. Changing your allocation based on a particular asset class's current performance is seldom a good idea. Um, there's really no telling which investment will perform better or worse from one year to the next. And many times we call it rearview investing where you look in the rearview mirror. One year's leaders can be the next year's laggers and vice versa.
0: Can investors use market volatility to their advantage?
1: That's a good question. Um, and they can actually. Uh, market downturns naturally make investors nervous, but they're not necessarily a bad thing. For one thing, they help shake excess out of the market. When there's a long-term bull market like we've seen, investors tend to get carried away and pay too much for different stocks. Market downturns help to fix these imbalances. Uh, In addition to that, if you're saving for retirement and won't be tapping your investments for a number of years, a downturn can actually help you work towards your goals if you're dollar-cost averaging, which is the practice of investing a set amount in a particular investment on a regular basis. So you have the option to buy lower, and then as the market recovers, those shares bought lower will increase as the market does. So it is advantageous sometimes to have volatility in the market.
0: Do you have uh, professional guidance on how to set financial goals then in light of this?
1: Uh, Absolutely. Um, So never forget why you're invested and stay focused on that. So you do want to have a plan in place, and you want to keep your eye on the long-term plan. You may want to retire comfortably or possibly send a child or grandchild to college. If those events are years away, a brief market downturn like we've had shouldn't be a concern. Average market declines are relatively short-term events. Of course, there's no guarantee that past reforms will indicate future results, but again, we've seen over time that we don't get these corrections without the market coming back at some point, and usually it doesn't take as long as someone might think. (laughs) If we look back a little bit, um, a routine decline, which would be 5% or more in the market, happens about three times a year. So three times a year on average, you'll see 5% reductions in the market. Uh, A moderate, which would be 10% or more, happen about once a year. 15% or more, which we would consider a severe decline, happens about once every two years. And then a bear market, which would be a 20% or more decline, happens about once every three and a half years. So although we do see these types of uh, downturns as very emotional for investors and they get nervous when they see it, they aren't rare occurrences. Um, So knowing your time horizon is important because it helps determine your asset allocation. Having a longer time horizon usually means you can invest more aggressively because you should be able to ride out any short-term price price volatility and have the potential to enjoy the increased returns that a riskier investment usually offers. Um, Again, on the other hand, though, if you have a shorter time horizon, it may require you to use a more conservative allocation and not take as much risk with the investments uh, in your underlying portfolio.
0: What is some feedback on trying to time the market?
1: Yeah, and we we see that, and I mean, people wish that they could time the market. Of course, everyone wants to buy low and sell high. Um, Some investors believe when the market is down, they should sit on the sidelines until it rallies back up. When the market is up, other investors think they should wait for a correction to buy at what they feel are discount or, or bargain rates. However, it's very, very seldom that we see these tactics work. We might ask someone trying to time the market, what's a good correction point at which to buy? Would it be 10% or maybe 15% below where the market is? And if a correction doesn't happen and they weren't correct in their assumptions, when will you say it was the wrong time? Is it 5%, 10% above where the market is before you decide that you made a mistake and it's time to get back in? So it's, it's, it's very difficult to try to time the market. So moving out of the market just before it starts to go down and back in just when it's heading back up, Is something even the most seasoned investment professionals may not have done with any consistency. Um, So if someone invested on January 1989, for instance, and missed the best 10, 20, 30, 40, or 50 days of that ensuing 29-year period, the worst, uh, obviously the worst performance would have been missing the best 50 days. So losing out on those good days within the market by trying to time it can be very detrimental to your long-term growth plans. Um, If you remained invested over that time frame fully and never were out of the market, you would have averaged 8.5% per year. If you had missed the best 50 days over that time frame, though, you would have been even with your investment return. So a very big difference in performance by staying the course.
0: Is there anything else that you'd like to add uh, just regarding volatility in the market?
1: Sure. Um, So we work with our clients and ophthalmologists, and we put together long-term plans and when we see times of volatility, I think it's important just to stay in communication with your advisor just so that you feel comfortable. Um, but one of the things that we do, I think, for our clients is keep them uh, on the course, uh, not let them make emotional decisions. Uh, a lot of times they can be the worst enemies, and getting out of the market uh, after a quick pull pulldown uh, makes it very difficult to know when to get back in. So knowing you've got a solid plan, following the plan, being in contact with your advisor, uh, and really, just staying in the course and not panicking uh, would be my advice when you see the type of volatility that we've experienced over, uh, you know, the last few months or so.
0: We want to thank John for his time today. Longtime readers may recognize John S. Grande, along with John J. Grande and Trada S. Grande, as certified financial planners and the co-editors of the Monthly Matters column in Ophthalmology Times. They are owners and principals of Grande Financial Services in Oakhurst, New Jersey and registered principals of Wells Fargo and Company, member of SIPC. The Grandy advise doctors across the country on a diverse range of investment and financial matters. Readers may submit their financial questions to them at john.s.grandy at wfasinet.com or call 1-800-722-1258. The views expressed are the views of Grandy Financial Services and should not be considered as investment advice. Granny Financial Services does not provide tax or legal advice. All information is believed to be from reliable sources. However, Granny Financial Services make no representation as to its completeness or accuracy. Past performance does not guarantee future results. Investing involves risk, including the potential loss of principal. Thanks for listening to this episode of iPod from Ophthalmology Times. We hope you subscribe at iTunes and let us know what topics you'd like to hear more about. Stay connected by going to ophthalmologytimes.com, subscribing to our newsletter, and following us on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram. We'll see you next time.